0: Hey, everyone, welcome to Friday Night Live with your hosts, Ben and Rob, who were the Anunnaki and the Nephilim. We often hear these terms, but what do they really mean?
1: Well, a controversial ancient Sumerian text reveals how eight intelligent beings came to Earth and ruled for 241 to 241,200 years. Did I get that right? I think I Long did. Long time anyway. Yeah. Could it be that our culture spans back further than historians suggest?
0: Also, recently Tucker Carlson mentioned on his show how the elites were conduct were connected to the Nephilim. Nephilim. Yeah, Nephilim. Could the Nephilim be another name for the Anunnaki? Has our history purposely been hidden from us and what exactly
1: is this Anunnaki? Could they actually be the fallen angels mentioned in religious texts? And if so, what are the elites hiding? And what does this mean for humanity? Well, join us on this mind blowing Friday night live
0: as we unearth the past along with the weekly Mandela effect, the fan favorite top 10 weirder news of the week and our dig deep live Q and a only on rise.tv. So we'll see you guys out
1: on the edge. nice no
0: how are you doing nice how are you (laughs) good good
1: good Uh, yes yeah i think somebody in our chat said it best my future's so bright i gotta wear shades
0: Actually, our, our our lights are so bright that sometimes I feel like we need to wear shades.
1: <laughs> you have no idea how relaxing this is.
0: <laughs> I can imagine. I was like, oh, if I don't, if I didn't have, if I had my contacts in, I would wear them as well. Since those are our those are our
1: Rise TV ones. I, I I think I have the blue ones here somewhere. So, so yeah, we've got a a really interesting show for you guys today. And if you're listening to the Edge of Wonder podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. It'll help us reach more people. And also remember to like, follow, and subscribe right now if you haven't. Uh, right just, now. This very instant. Rumble. <laughs> dodging world, wherever you are. Twitter, Facebook, whatever.
0: We'll, we'll take a minute as you do. Or a second.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> so sure. Ben anyway. I actually got a, a a couple of pretty funny things to show you here. So the first is a um, is a Twitter post. Uh, I called it China building stuff. You got to see this China building stuff,
0: China building stuff.
1: (laughs) Okay. Every single one of these tape measures is a completely different size. Like where 20 centimeters is on each of these is totally different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I Think it's funny because it was a Japanese post. You see that? So it's like basically it is a Japanese post. post. They're like, these Chinese guys don't know how to make anything. That is hilarious.
0: They start out the same and then it doesn't at all. Like it just keeps getting numbers too big on the other one. And dude, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Try to build something with that, right? Yeah. All right. What's
1: this sweet precision landing here? Actually, I didn't put this in, so let's see. Dom, did you put this in?
0: <laughs> yeah, I put this in. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. see. Look.
1: Uh, is it not no, oh no way.
0: Uh, Dude, that's what?
1: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is boss, man.
0: Dude, that is so cool.
1: Wow. How in the world did he do that? He's really good at that. I would have been scared dude. I was going to get clocked for sure. Well, you know, my first thought was like, did they reverse it?
0: But I don't think they did. No, they, it doesn't look like they did. No, no, no. That was my, but no, dude, that is, <laughs> that is some crazy skill right there. I, I don't even, <clears throat> I, I thought for sure the dude was going to like, he's just going to like throw him, off, like push him off the bench
1: you can tell too by the way the parachute's kind of coming up from the side there that it doesn't look like he was that that was reversed like that would have been really hard to do
0: it would it would be hard to do
1: i mean i don't i don't know yeah yeah that might have taken numerous takes you'd have to get i'm sure it took numerous takes to figure that one out all right uh, bro you got to hit us with your bendella effect this is a weird one this is a weird one uh that opening hold on oh yeah we got to do the opening
2: All so right. I was
0: trying to keep it like all of like the Christmas theme for uh, this, this month, uh, next week I have a really super crazy Christmas one. However, um, so ET, uh, you know, famous ET movie from the eighties. They did release a 2019 ad for a sky. I'm not even sure if what sky is, but it was a sky Christmas ad and they actually had the original actor to play Elliot in this, ad. It was a four minute ad. It was actually really amazing. I can't believe we we didn't see it, actually. But going back to the Mandela effect with E.T. So when E.T. first is explaining you know, he's trying to reach home. What is he saying? Like E.T. Phone home or E.T. home phone. It's
1: E.T. phone home, of course.
0: E.T. phone home. Let's watch this clip.
1: i remember this little outfit (laughs) pause it he said home phone but the caption said phone home yeah
0: i know isn't that insane so he does say, and then Elliot goes on E.T. phone home, E.T. phone home. Like they, they, they say it throughout the whole thing. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. No, it's E.T. phone home. Now, granted, later in the movie, it is corrected to E.T. phone home. But this is the first time that he says it. And this is the most iconic scene because it's like, you know, he's finally saying, like, I want to be able to call home. Like, I, I want to go home. And he says E.T. phone home. But what's so amazing on this is the caption says et phone home to me this is this is like a like um yeah the the residual residue or whatever you want to call it it's it's like this this to me proves that it once upon a time was et phone home remnants Um, remnants remnants that's it that's what we were calling it remnants you know what
1: i kind of think it's funny if you call it residual residue remnants (laughs) triple r they're
0: calling it uh residue in the community but i don't i just don't like that no remnants is much better i i I, that was a term i i I thought of that was the term ben and rob invented Actually,
1: i'm sure we didn't
0: no no we well we we did actually for the mandela effect everyone else calls it residue and i'm like this is so weird i mean i guess because it's like there's something I don't know it feels
1: kind of dirty though yeah
0: yeah. I know that's why I keep thinking too I'm like remnants are better I like remnants too I think that's great but anyway um uh yeah there's even a there's like articles published about this too like the mirror online published an article et never said phone home and then it also
1: gaslighting gaslighting gaslighting
0: But this one, this one how you is see how
1: your memory plays tricks on you, how your memory plays tricks oh, on you. Gosh, yeah, sh- right. Yeah. These people. I
0: mean, smart. granted, yes. OK, not every single thing is a Mandela mm-hmm. effect if, if we can't remember it correctly. Right. But when you start getting all these weird ones and uh, this one to me is very strange.
1: What I don't like about these people that make it a point to try to debunk things is that oftentimes they're. Just as horrible of a researcher as the people they're making fun of, where they don't, they actually don't have an open mind and they can't look into things fairly. And then, mm-hmm. wow, his head is massive. <laughs> it's like, wow. wow.
0: So here, here, ET's actually saying, um, phone home. I don't know if you can play it in the audio.
3: ET phone home.
1: Et head massive.
0: <laughs> so that's that's the other thing. They're like, well, he does say, "um home phone." And at first, and even though Ella, Elliot repeats it later in the movie, he says "phone home," and so that's what it's like. Oh, okay, well, that that's what everyone's misremembering. And it's like, no, 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 that doesn't even make any sense. Home phone, or what is it? Home phone? Like, wh- wait, you don't want to like you want to have a phone at your home like that does, it just doesn't make any sense no, no matter how you look at it and i thought it was so interesting with that caption that said et phone home so and in a lot of these with the Mandela effect same thing with the snow white when you watch snow white in a different language well even in a different language like spanish mm-hmm. she says mirror mirror the, the 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 witch wicked witch says mirror mirror on the wall in spanish um, also, the translation, the captions also say mirror, mirror on the wall. Um, when she says magic mirror, it actually says mirror, mirror. So that's another, it really, you know, to me, it's like, I don't think we're misremembering this, especially the mirror, mirror on the wall. That one is that one is just super weird. Yeah, that is like no one knows on. that. There's even movies that came out from Disney called mirror, mirror that was There's, based on that. So there are
1: songs like, that have been written where they say mirror, mirror. Yeah. Not everyone got that wrong. I'm sorry. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> right. Okay. Well, Rob, you have a metaphysical minute for us. and Then we'll start getting it. Yeah, up. check this
1: out. So- Forgot we had an opening for that. So, yeah, check this out. A man <laughs> catches a chilling figure on camera in the background after a car accident. I'd pull this open. All right, so after a bad car accident, a man's car was left totaled and a bizarre photograph exposed to spooky figure lurking in the background. A Reddit user, ownmedicine2753, decided to share his story to the r Reddit ghost sub to see what other others could make of this picture. Now, if you kind of like zoom in here, um
2: yeah Dom
0: can Dom. you zoom in a little bit oh something went wrong of course <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm not sure if you can pinch zoom yeah now you can oh see that dang right there
0: like I, I it's it actually yeah right yeah you just you just did the
1: outline of it dude that is very clear that's very clear isn't that crazy hmm i mean who knows what that is is it a guardian angel that was protecting them was it a demon that made the accident happen i mean is it just a uh, an innocent forest being standby who happened to wander into the event after it happened? Some like forest spirit? Who knows?
0: Well, it was an accident, right? The question yeah. is, did someone die?
1: I don't think so. I think it was just okay. a bad. A- I think it was just an accident.
0: Or, or maybe it could be like a some kind of like guardian angel. Maybe
1: that's what I'm thinking. Family member.
0: Watching yeah. over the person who ever got in an accident,
1: you know? Either way, it's really strange that this like weird smoky figure is there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that was it. I just thought that was super interesting. That was really interesting.
0: Hmm. Which I, I I would like to know more details about the accident. Like you know, was a driver injured or anything? But
1: yeah. I don't think there was really I don't I think they would have shared that in the post if there was anything like super serious going on. So I think it was just an accident, but they caught that. Basically, what I read was the guy wanted to jump out of the car and catch photos of the accident right after it happened to make sure he had it for his insurance company.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: He went back later to look at the photos. He was like, what the heck is that? You know, which is, yeah, super weird. There. Yeah it
0: says it says a driver did an illegal U-turn, a 4x4 four four did and then T-boned his car and then he got out of it to take pictures.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Okay, uh, let's um nice. let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and show a couple of uh of clips here, I think, before we have a trailer and get on to more information about the Anunnaki. So recently, there there was a couple of really interesting clips that came out from Tucker Carlson, and we're going to show a couple of them now. So first is just in general his his knowledge about ancient civilizations is quite interesting. Like this guy's not a schlep. Like check this out.
0: Uh, there's music in this one. That's right. History yeah. that we told. Did you not so, big Marka or um, Dom? I'm wrong.
4: Whether they were big civilizations in Illinois 10,000 years ago, which there were, by the way. How could we not know that? We sent a man to the moon and you can't replicate the technology that created Can You know, do have good guesses how they were built? We don't. We don't even know when they were built. But why would anyone care for suggesting that our historical timelines were wrong and there had, in fact, been advanced civilizations in earlier moments in time? and that they had been eliminated somehow through climactic events, through natural disasters, and that we're not aware of them in any detail. Kind of seems to be true. Well, why don't we know that? And what does it tell us about ourselves and about the past that we don't know? That's what I would think people would ask. And I know that what I learned as a kid is wrong. What do we know about
3: ancient civilizations? Uh-huh. And the answer is like basically not, nothing. Did you read about Tartaria?
0: i was so shocked that they brought up Tartaria.
1: yeah so this next this next uh clip that we have here is roseanne and tucker talking and listen to this conversation yeah and now
0: now granted okay before we play this some people could have strong opinions one away one way or another about either of these people but aside from like any any like viewpoints you have like it's more about the conversation that exactly is really the
1: focus on this i think anyone saying anything interesting at this point we're going to bring it into the show to, to talk about but most of the time the people that are saying things interesting that are interesting are people that have enough of a broad mind to actually look into some of this stuff for their own you know right
0: well then and then on the flip side of things you know it's like why are the other people saying anything about these things but then you start finding out that a lot of this information is being suppressed like you think the media is ever going to mention the word tartaria ever (laughs) right (laughs) right (laughs) so anyway let's play this
1: Oh, it's uh, is it loading? It is buffering. <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad.
0: The nephilim.
1: Let's try that again. The people who run our
4: society consider themselves gods, and that's Boy, why they're they not do. explaining.
3: They think they're more than human.
4: Oh, obviously.
3: Yeah, they. I. I go. They're not even human because humans care about their environment oh, and their gosh. neighbors, and humans uh, care about you know other people's children of course and humans care about living things yes but they don't do any of that and he goes because they think they're more than humans. oh i noticed they That's think they they're want to live royals forever. they think they're like royals in in a rarefied sphere of dna or something above us like did they come from another planet uh, you know when I you hear people talk that. i can't either but
2: this is the podcast to speculate on it though well, some
3: people <laughs> Some Good response. People say, <laughs> Great you know, response. a lot of religious people, they're into some deep rabbit holes of things. And I don't know. Anything. Well, you can
4: see where they are though. I mean, i speaking for myself. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know if this is the Nephilim, right? I
3: was going to say, <laughs> I don't yeah, I know. Here we go. That's what I said.
4: No, let me just say, I said, I don't know anything right. about that stuff. Okay. She I'm does. a very ordinary middle-aged <laughs> man who spent his life following politics and right. theology, but I do know that whatever's going on is very deep. Yeah. I've spent my whole life around politicians and seen decisions get made, interviewed people who run things, and what's happening now is qualitatively different. So different that it's not in the same category at all. No. This is hurting people for the sake of hurting them. This is lying for the sake of lying. This is, as the Power devil hates holy water, sake. they hate the truth. You tell the truth about anything, it almost doesn't matter what it's about doesn't have to be about the next election right. it can right. just be about the about history for example mm-hmm. right. telling the truth about history why should that offend oh, anybody that really periods me. where everyone's dead and we can't of course change the past so there's nothing really at stake for us now right you would think people would welcome open-minded yeah. historical inquiry to get closer to what actually happened in whatever period he or in whatever event they're not they hate that yes well what, what are you watching you're watching someone who hates the truth because it's true and there's no possible profit motive that is driving that there's no political end that is driving that they hate the truth because it's true now we're in the realm of theology
0: yeah interesting huh yeah very interesting okay why don't we show we're going to show our uh holiday trailer right um and then when we get back rob and i will dive into this and give you our thoughts time to hit those anunnaki and nephilim Never. Scrooge has nothing on one Santa who uses his final act to help his Tiny tin.
1: A man catches a glimpse of something greater than himself when he stares in the eyes of a stranger in Grand Central Station. Mm-hmm. A balloon letter to
0: Santa returns with a miracle attached.
1: A historical truce, the power of righteous thoughts and miraculous escapes from mortal peril leave everyone amazed. Sometimes we have the opportunity to do good things for others, to spread goodwill toward men and treat every day like it's Christmas. At times like these, I like to think that Santa really does exist. And after our research into inspiring, real life Santa stories and sightings, we think you're going to believe too when you hear what we found.
0: Join Edge of Wonder for Santa Claus stories, good deeds, and Christmas spirit.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah, you guys, you can find that on our rise.tv platform. Um, and right now we are having a holiday um sale, I guess you could say, for the holidays. It's uh rise.tv slash holiday. And you can get our subscription service for seven uh seven dollars
1: um for the uh for each month
0: for the year. So
1: Yeah, you guys, this is the only time of year that we run this deal. So if you want to be a part of the Rise.TV community, and I know you do because they're pretty awesome, come on here and check out this chat. All these people are super awesome, super positive people. We love hanging out with them. We have over 400 videos on on Rise.TV, any subject you could possibly imagine that you are curious about. We've researched it. We've done the work. It's all there. It's super interesting stuff. Uh, We'd love to have you guys on board. It's a super fun place to be. Um, And we're going to be doing more and more. Uh, The more subscribers we have, the more we can do for you guys. And uh, we, yeah, we want to go out there and and find all of this information out for you. So please think about doing this holiday deal, getting on Rise.TV and joining us over here.
0: All right. (laughs) now let's get into the Anunnaki and Nephilim there's so much to talk about and along with like we're going to get into all the other things that they mentioned too like Tartaria that they talked about why like why why don't the elites or even people like the sci- the the scientific community now like why is it why are you attacked when you now you when you talk about even ancient civilization you know, especially when you look at Graham Hancock and his series on Netflix, The Ancient Apocalypse. I mean, he was being blasted I know. by everybody uh, and then from the mainstream media to to all, you know, there were there were like demands take for, for Netflix, taking it like taking the show down. And, and it was literally the in the top five of most watched shows on Netflix for for a long time, actually.
1: Yeah. Ancient it's Apocalypse just, did mm-hmm. killed it when it was on there. Yeah. So I so, thought, okay. yeah, I thought it would be really interesting if we kind of went over what is commonly known about the Nephilim. Nephilim, yes. Now, what's interesting is Britannica actually had a pretty good and pretty thorough um, explanation for this. And I thought we could at least start there. Yeah. So it says here, yeah. the Nephilim in the Hebrew Bible, the Christian Old Testament, a group of mysterious beings are people of unusually large size and strength. Who lived both before and after the flood? The Nephilim are referenced in Genesis and Numbers and are possibly referred to in Ezekiel. The Hebrew word Nephilim is sometimes directly translated as giants or taken to mean the fallen ones from the Hebrew Nephal to fall. But the identity of the Nephilim is debated by scholars because when don't once they? Upon debate? A time, scholars. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so the Nephilim are mentioned just before the flood account in Genesis 6-4, which states, the Nephilim were on earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went in to the daughters of humans who bore children to them, these were the heroes that were of old, warriors of renown. So the, right there, we're basically hitting what sounds like the, Greece, the Greek champions that we heard about throughout history, Hercules. Mm-hmm um, the Perseus the Achilles of, of old, right. I'm assuming, yeah. I mean, that's, what yeah, no, no,
0: no, no, well, it was true. I mean, th- th- it also, it, well, I don't know if I want to say like necessarily Hercules, because I mean, that, that would, that could probably be after a lot of this, but, um, but they were known as like, basically like the, the half gods, demigods, or, you know, however you want to want to say, which well,
1: Hercules was, was one of those. He was. He the was yeah. The yeah. And, yeah. If he was real, which I mean, maybe he was right, but it says these were the heroes of old, that they were true. warriors of renown, right?
0: Yeah, and and of course, there's all I mean, up until the 1930s, like well, 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 you know, in the 1900s specifically, all through the 1900s to about 1930, a lot of media were reporting how they were finding giant bones uh, all over, especially in Florida. Here in Florida, there was a big article in the New York Times even about it. Uh, and it was a common thing. It wasn't like a taboo to talk about it or, or you look down upon. It was literally like, wow, where, where you want to there was all these sites, especially in America that were being excavated, that supposedly they were finding giant bones at. And then the Smithsonian got involved the Smithsonian Institute, they were like, okay, we're, we're going to kind of like, because there's so many sites going on, there's so many things being found, we're going to be the kind of central organized group, we're going to like send out our researchers kind of look into this. By that point, I'm sure the Rockefellers already like kind of bought out the the Smithsonian, you could probably say. And then all of a sudden, instead of like coming out with all these reports, they shut everything down and said, oh, no, we were wrong. None of these are Giants bones. Uh, We're just going to cover these up and move along. And it's like, wait, what? (laughs) So (laughs) from that from that moment, the media stopped talking about it or anything that was being recovered, even though Abraham Lincoln mentioned in his speech directly talking about giants. So when he was in, especially in Ohio. So yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Rob.
1: Yeah. So they're mentioned again in numbers 13, 32 to 33, as the Israelites prepared to enter the land of Canaan, it says here, so they brought to the Israelites an unfavorable report of the land that they had spied out, saying, quote, the land that we have gone through as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people that we saw in it are of great size. There we saw the Nephilim, the Nephilim, the Anakites from the Nephilim, oh, come, sorry, the Anakites come from the Nephilim, and to ourselves, we seemed like grasshoppers. And so we seemed to them. That's crazy. So they were really small in comparison to this group of people.
0: Yes. And and again, like, yeah, I mean, when we saw that clip with um, Tucker, the first one, I, there's that there's these AI images going around where, where it's like, oh, like real photos of like all these people carrying these giant stones or whatever. And it's like. I, even if you had that many people, there's no way they could lift that that kind of stone. But to these giants, you know, you just take like a, a handful of them. They could very easily pick up a stone like that and move it. So, right. That's exactly that's the ironic and, thing. And,
1: and, you know, honestly, I'm not sure. Like, I have a different I have a different take on this than I think a lot of people just they go along with what they hear in just one source. And like mm-hmm. that's their understanding of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anyone that was a giant was a Nephilim. I don't think that. I think that the giant what, giants were a race of beings that were like around. But I do think some of them and some humans were considered champions. Yes. Like they were half and they were half divine somehow or they were half fallen angel, whatever it was.
0: Well, and that, and that's that and that's like the Anunnaki, which is like those who've come from the sky, or in other words, like the fallen angel. So that that's been a big question: is the Nephilim and Anunnaki kind of one and the same, or very specific beings? Um, you know, right? It's
1: hard to know, and it's it, a, because it kind the, of is because the Bible was also very vague about it. it you know, we're talking about trying to garner all of this information from one line in there, right? And I understand, like, the, but you see, it, when the sons of God went into the daughters of humans who bore children to them, these were the heroes that were of old, the warriors of renown. Those are normal-sized humans that are warriors, like Achilles or whoever else, potentially, mm-hmm. right? But the these Nephilim and the giants are like these massive pe- beings or people. Now, those could be a different set of, fa- like, Whatever they're called, fallen angels or whatever. It's mm-hmm. hard to know, right? Um, but there were like different size giant bones found. And we're talking about not a small amount of them. Like you go, you drive down the street in Ohio and you have all of these mounds of just like crazy mounds. And I think they're burial mounds where these giant bones were were were, you know, buried after right. they died
0: right and in this this is like in in Graham Hancock's and this is in our Garden of Eden series as well, but in in Graham Hancock's the the um, the ancient apocalypse series when they go to Serpent mountain in Ohio, you know he's he's just look he's not even looking at like like trying to carbon date or anything or whatever you know he's just like he notices that when when the sun is setting at the equinox at the at the snake's mouth, it's not exactly lined up perfectly. And even if you go back 2,500 years ago, where it's supposedly built or like 1,500 years ago when it was built, I guess, it still doesn't line up perfectly. So then, you know, he he looks at the earth's axis and and figures out that when does it align perfectly? And again, it's like it it came to like eight, something like 8,000 years ago or something, you know? And, and and of course, like, again, the scholars go crazy, but instead, so this is my question. If something is like, if someone is presenting actual evidence or facts of like, Hey, okay, this isn't line lining up with what you guys are saying, we should come together and you know, I, I can reveal my data, you reveal your data and let's compare notes and figure out together what, what is the correct date, but instead they're like hounding him, calling him names. Yeah. And and just like refuse to even like talk to him, look at him. And instead, it's like demanding Netflix to take this down. And it's like immediately people are like, OK, did he just touch on something? Like, why don't you guys want the truth to come out? And that's the big question. We're going to get into that. Um, that Like once we kind of break down a little bit more of the Nephilim and then the Anunnaki, um, we'll get into a lot of more of these questions and really kind of breaking this down for you.
1: Yeah, so um let's see where there was also in. a potential mention of these Anunnaki in Ezekiel thirty-two twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, it says, and they do not lie with the fallen warriors of long ago who went down to Sheol with their weapons of war, whose swords were laid under their heads and whose shields are upon their bones. For the terror of the warriors was in the land of the living. <clears throat> no one knows what that means. <laughs> So the earliest known use of the term Anunnaki, you want to talk about this, Ben? Yeah,
0: yeah. It it came from inscriptions written during, okay, I think it's Gudea or or Guda, maybe G-U-D-E-A. And it was um, in about 2100 BC, roughly. And that's when the first known term of this came about. Now what what's interesting is that they could have been called different names throughout history especially in like prehistory you know outside of the like roughly the 5000 years that we know of of this cycle of of civilization I guess you could say after you know once the great flood happened it kind of it seemed like history kind of reset itself and then we're in this cycle but, you know, a, a, again, I keep referencing Graham Hancock because he's done such amazing research with it. And there's other people too. Um, um, Andrew Collins is another one that, that has been on his show a lot and, um, he's done a lot of research amounts and been to a lot of these places because the, you know, they're finding that humanity has gone through numerous cycles of these like so-called disaster events. There was like some kind of global catastrophe that happened. And, you know, Edgar Casey also mentioned this in his readings that, you know, he found traces going back to like 20,000 years ago, even. And then it seemed like, you know, there was some kind of great catastrophe that happened around like 12,000 BC. I, I mean, 12,000 years ago, which is older than 12,000 BC, but 12,000 years ago, <laughs> And then it's like, you know, there seemed to be something else that happened. And so, you know, Graham Hancock's point with all of this is that he feels like these ancient civilizations is sending future humanity a message. Like we can't communicate you with you with our language, but we all see the same sky. So we can use the stars. We can use what we know. We can use even like mathematics in in drawing to to try to warn the future civilization of potential dangers or what just simply happened to our civilization so but science is very guarded in, in this way you know there's so many things that especially in ancient egypt like the hieroglyphs Hy- that i feel like in petroglyphs even found in the us that just you know they, they write them off as like oh these are fake or we're not just because they don't fit their the narrative that they've like created so they leave them out on purpose because it doesn't fit and one of them being specifically um, like the Anunnaki. I mean, there, there's so many stories in, in ancient Egypt about these, which kind of brings in, brings us to um, this next segment. Like now we're going to talk a little bit more about the Anunnaki, but recently they found in Sumerian texts. So um, Rob, I'll have you read a little bit about this, but according to Sumerian text, they found, um, and what was documented was that eight intelligent beings came to earth and ruled for two hundred and forty one thousand two hundred years. This right. is
1: insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, anyone who's kind of studied these Sumerian texts, um, this is not old. This is not new news. Right. But it's interesting that there's reports coming out about this. And the, so. So. It says here, the most controversial ancient Sumerian text reveals the list of eight ancient kings that are also known as gods who descended from the sky and ruled for over 200,000 years. Now, according to the text before the Great Flood, a group of eight intelligent beings ruled over Mesopotamia for a period of 241,200 years. The Sumerians were one of the ancient advanced civilizations that lived around 7,000 years ago in Mesopotamia, or so they think. One of the most intriguing relics found in Iraq was the manuscript that recorded the listing of Sumer kings and their reign lengths. Okay, so check this out. This is the list before the flood. After the kingship descended from heaven, the kingship was Iridug. In Alum Alolim became king. He ruled for 28,800 years. <laughs> Alaljar long. ruled for 36,000 years. Two kings, they ruled for 64,800 years. Then Iridug fell, and the kingship was taken to Bad Tibura. Bad Tibura. I don't even know where that is. I don't know. It sounds bad, though. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it does. So, so again, you know, okay. So you have these Anunnaki, the ones that came from the sky, and then the Bible mentions these fallen angels, and and other texts also re, like reference these these beings. And then, of course, like Egypt, you have all these references to different gods that supposedly came here and and whatnot. So this is, so who are these and what, what is this, you know? So there's a lot of different interpretations and this is what's hard because we've, we kind of are cut off from, because the scientific community will refuse to talk about these things. And I, I think, you know, to answer like why, like Tucker brought this up, like why, like everyone's dead. Why does it even matter? And I think it's because this is like for the elites, this is more so their history that they don't want us to know when you, you know, when Mao took over China, one of the first things he did, which was also the, one of the hardest things that he did was destroy the culture, Um, destroy religion, destroy the culture. You destroy the culture, you destroy the past. It's a lot easier for me to tell you about who you are and your own past and get you to listen to me as some authoritarian figure if I want then then it's like if something happens in the world, you will come to me and I'll tell you what you need to do, whether I whether it's like beneficial or not for you. But if you if you know who you are, you know who your what your past is, and then it's then you kind of know where your future is going, but. If you don't know your past, then it's easier for me to to kind of guide you how I want you to be in the future. I want you to be this way. So if you're like a child at school and you're learning about all these things in the past, it's going to lead you more to to more of like a divine way of thinking, lead you to God, lead you more to like wanting to know more about who we are. And you're going to kind of break free of that society of, of that mind control aspect of what they've what they set up but if you don't have a past hey there is no past you know everything was just pretty much like done for like religion doesn't exist that it's like well here's what i want you to do and it's like well okay because like i believe in you this is what i want you to do and then it's like you just mold them and guide them in exactly in society how how you want them to be which is basically for whatever agenda that that, that's out there and i think we're seeing that in today's world which is why the media is so important but when you start waking up to your past you, you also start looking ahead to the future and you start asking questions you research more and you find connections that like for example with with the sumerians like every all our english words like summer, like all of this stuff, the equinox, like everything we know basically comes from the Sumerian culture, but we're not taught that in school at all. And then it wasn't right. until after I got out of school that I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, there's actually all this connection to like ancient ancient Sumerian that that I I I never even knew about because I didn't learn about it in school. So you know, sorry, I don't mean to go on this rant, but this no. is exa- this is exactly what what, you know, Mao was doing as well and with China. It's like, oh, OK, we, we won't tell them about their past that way. It's like, you know, their, their mission was that the Communist Party is God now. Like we give you everything like you have food on the table. It's because the Communist Party gave you this food, you know, and I think that slowly uh, this is kind of the direction that they're trying to take us, you know, over here but it's just people are not accepting it as easily so if that makes sense <laughs> but but yeah so uh, yeah it's but again like with uh and then so okay so then it goes back into the anunnaki why this there's this connection who are these fallen ones what is the connection to the elites to the elites and then that brings us to like these so-called bloodlines I guess right so we right. we're gonna kind of get into a lot of this but right now we need to show another trailer and when we get back we'll start diving into
2: the deeper stuff <laughs> sounds fun the TV is biased and chaotic the movies are cliche and boring the Matrix is taking over
1: where can I find some good entertainment for goodness sake
2: well Look no further. Get our streaming platform, Rise.TV, for 25% off. Hundreds of videos, positivity, humor, and deep dives into mysteries and metaphysical topics. What more could I ask for? Want to hear the truth about Bigfoot? Bigfoot, near-death experiences, the evils of communism, ancient civilizations, and supernatural things rise.tv has you covered
1: i used to be sad lonely and depressed not anymore you'll love interacting with awesome people on
0: rise.tv there's so much to
1: watch ben and rob are great Those guys always make me forget the world is falling apart.
2: Subscribe to Rise.tv yourself or give your loved ones the gift of true, uncensored information. For the holidays, the yearly subscription is more than 25% off. That's just $7 a month.
4: I want Rise.tv for
0: Christmas.
1: I love that. I love that commercial. So, yeah, you guys, we have our Rise.TV annual holiday uh, deal going on right now uh, where you can actually join Rise.TV for just $7 a month. So please think about joining us. We have an awesome community over here on Rise.TV. We're all hanging out, talking over here. Uh, and people are um, hating on my glasses for some reason. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's all good. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, these are actually rise.tv glasses. Uh, I just had them over by my desk and I was like, man, I've never worn these during a show, so we should probably put those on. That's funny. Um, good stuff. So yeah, Let's get into some of this crazy stuff here, Ben.
0: Yeah. Okay. So how, I think the big question is, you know, and this is what, what they were bringing up between like, if you were just joining us earlier, we were watching a clip between Tarker Carlson and, um, Roseanne Barr talk about the Nephilim and the, and like how they're trying to understand how this is connected to the elites and she brought up an interesting point. They're like, you know, they they seem to like they're they're going against humanity, like these elites kind of thing. Like, what's really going on, right? So I think this is where the complication lies because when you look at, I mean, when you take God, when you take any kind of divine being that's there, um, it's just full of compassion and love, and that's what right. we're, we're taught, you know. And and it seems to be a kind of the opposite for these people that think that they kind of are above humanity and why is that and really how far back does this go well okay so in a nutshell and we'll kind of get into this like why they kind of think this way here in a minute but kind of over as an overview i mean i think that they believe that they are a pure blood um and that they come from whatever these anunnaki or nephilim are like their blood it's like they are The sons Um, of God, the sons of gods or these these demigods or whatever you want to say, and that that's part of their blood.
1: But you know what, Ben, it has to be more than that or something, because if they are fallen angels and they're the sons of God, let's say, right, Mm -hmm. like it says, they must be they must think that they're not they can't be of God because they don't do anything that's divine or compassionate. So they must yeah, be that's a great question. going against something like, why did yeah. they fall? Because, well, okay. So one, yeah. they, they
0: believe that they, they were pushed out. Yeah. I guess you could say of heaven, right? Like so the, this, this goes back well,
1: to the, the Luciferian the, rebellion,
0: the Luciferian rebellion. Right. So right. it's like, the, so they have this like spite against God. And, and and this is just the general understanding. And 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 it's like, people are like, well, how do you know this? This is what we're going to get into, you know, after we kind of go into the story. So, you know, because they feel that Lucifer is the true God. And the reason why is because according to their belief, like Lucifer was the one that truly gave knowledge to humankind where God was forbidden uh, or, or having humankind forbade humankind to this knowledge when Adam and Eve, you know, when she ate the apple, supposedly that's when, you know, they got all the knowledge because Lucifer, the snake was telling them to eat it. And so they were like, Lucifer is the one that truly gave them this knowledge. So they believe that they are part of this Nephilim, these Anunnaki, um, this bloodline, as you, as I guess you can say, and that because of that, they look at what we would refer to as God or the Christian God, or, you know, generally the, the God that we understand is more, is just a lesser God to them. And that eventually loose, Luc- like there will be a final battle. Lucifer will rise their God and that they will become the, for, the future Kings that will inherit the earth. And we are just the slaves to them, whoever is left. And they all so, 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 they're trying to create in their utopia. I remember there was, there was a movie called or a show called utopia that starred John Cusack. And I can't remember. I think it was on Hulu and original, it was actually pulled because it was just way too much truth in this show. But even he explained in the show too, that it's like, basically it's okay if we kill people because we look at it as a sacrifice for the rest of the people who will live, a, have a better life and that's like the utopian society where it's like hey okay we're gonna die a bunch of people will probably die but that's okay because we look at it as they just sacrifice themselves for for the future of humanity which will live in this great life but then again it's like well what numbers and if we think of like what, what um the georgia guidestones that collapsed right it said like limit to limit humanity to like 500 million or something like that you know yeah yes <laughs> <All right. laughs> so so yeah they they truly believe that because they have this special blood um which is why their the bloodlines are so important why they marry within these bloodlines to keep their blood quote unquote pure because we're not we're like the um i guess for harry potter term the mud blood i guess you can almost say and um i mean you know and and, and i think that
1: yeah. We're not the magical bloodline. You know, we don't have the magical bloodline. <laughs> right. They have, And I
0: think that even within this elite group um, that I don't think everyone, you know, they, the problem is when you, when you have a bunch of people all creating evil, no, no one's going to trust each other. They don't trust each other. They, they don't, they don't trust each other or, um, to the, to the extent of like, it, it's keeping it all together because if one person is called out, it's like, I'm going to call you out. So the whole thing is, is just based on more blackmail than it than it is trust. And I don't even think within the elite group, a lot of people know really what's going on. It may just be a very, very, very extreme, small group of people like, on well- the top.
1: Maybe. I do agree with you. Like, I think there's a lot of people out there, like especially when you're talking about like politicians and stuff that are just kind of following orders. They don't care as long as their their purses are padded and, you know, yeah. they're they'll just do whatever, follow their desires. It's like a very low level thing for them, right? And then there's, mm-hmm. as you're going up the chain, there's people that just have a lot more... Knowledge and are much more invested in what's going on here. It's generational, right? Like and and you can you can easily track some of these families and where the money is going and and put two and two together.
0: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. You know, and and then when you look at these companies and especially like blackrock for example you know and you really
1: see it's super shady like blackrock really but blackrock isn't even the weird one because blackrock is like even some of the guys in there you can tell that these guys are just they're just these like venture capitalist guys who right are doing their jobs you could say but then you know when you start looking into companies affiliated with them and who's in charge of those it starts to get even weirder you know like Vanguard, you know, it's just like, and then the agendas that they're pushing, like you'd, you'd think that these companies would want to make sure that these other companies that they're putting money into are going to be giving them the returns that they want, but it's clearly not about that. The human world is set up that way, Mm -hmm. but the agendas that they're having them carry out are destroying those corporations at the expense of the, the shareholders, which are them, to carry out agendas that don't make monetary sense.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So
1: so there's something else going on. You know what I mean? Like right, that exactly. Indicates something else is clearly going on. And and anyone who is honestly halfway intelligent can figure that out just by following all of the like w- this money, like where it's going. Look into some of these organizations. Stuff starts to not add up, and then you have to start coming to conclusions, like Tucker Carlson is coming to.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. You know, I and and, it, and it's like yeah, it, and it's a ama- it's actually pretty crazy to hear him talk about this more of in a mainstream way after you know doing the show for as long as we have, and this has always been the most fringe kind of like conspiracy right. based kind of thing that you would talk about oh yeah the elites believe that they are you know from this other like some kind of alien bloodline or you know these like demigods or whatever you want to say and that they're they're above us you know and then it's like well yeah I mean and realistically and, and I mean well and this is why I think another reason why they're trying to cover up the history because from what we know from everything that we've we've heard, um, they pass down supposedly like the true history of they what, what they would refer to as the true history among each other. And then um, so a lot of books, a lot of historical artifacts, things like this have kind of been lost. And so they're, they're like, you know, the people, everyday people out there just don't deserve to to understand this truth. So this is only kept for like the elites. And, the, and that's probably what's underneath the Vatican. A lot of this stuff. Um, and there were, okay. So there was a book that came out um, called the trial of the Templars and it was by Malcolm uh, Barber. And basically he's kind of, he kind of really breaks down a lot of this stuff uh, kind of what we're talking about. Like he says that the Templars eventually came into contact with like mystic sects of different religions and, and dominations, including sorcerers. And then eventually, and I, I think he's saying like, the Templars. I think it's only a small group of the Templars that left Christianity behind, and then these are the ones that started getting into more of the occult stuff. Well, and you know,
1: thirty—it's the like the thirty-three degrees, right? Right.
0: Yeah. That—that's when it starts getting into all of this and these, um, the like the mystical teachings that are out there, um, and. You know, and, and so, you know, and like these some of these teachings, um, I mean I, I You know I, what?
1: I, if you think about it, Ben, yeah. What these like what these Masons are, okay, I don't know if, if it's like a, a, a time a time period thing, but you're talking about a group of people that are like, Oh, I want cool information. I I really want cool information. So, yeah, I'll go through your tests so that every time I level up, you let me know more cool information about stuff that no one else knows because it's the only way I can get Edge of Wonder type content delivered right to me. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like they're just interested in these in these knowledge of these truths, but it's all
0: like twisted.
1: It's twisted
0: totally twisted
1: right especially as it get like at first it's not twisted like maybe you're learning some stuff it's cool but then as you get higher and higher you really it's cultish like you really think that you're the only one that knows these certain things and and it's all how to twist things to your favor in a really you know not so good way
0: right exactly and and so then you know and and like then you have these like different well i would refer to them as demons you know like baphomet ball i mean ball also means king it's like king of the demons really and i you know very it's possible that these entities and these beings came to them in different ways through either through visions or actually in a physical form and was like look if you worship me and do these things like i'll reveal all the heavenly secrets to you or something you know And so it's quite possible that this is kind of what happened. And then these, these Templars and stuff were related to Kings and all kinds of stuff. And I think that's where you start having these different dynasties that start coming forward, these different powers that be, I guess, if you want to say of these names and, um, you know, and honestly, I mean, when you read, um, like, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to say anything here but i mean like when you read certain books like uh like you know the talmud honestly like it really
1: Dude, d- don't they say some like absolutely insane stuff yeah. about jesus I- actually
0: one this is taken from from it directly um uh g this is word for word jesus stood up jesus stood up a brick to symbolize an idol and bowed down to it Jesus performed magic and incited the people of Israel and led them astray. Like he, it says Jesus put up a brick and worshiped. What does that mean? (laughs) Like so, and then it says Mary. Jesus was a magician and a fool. Mary was an adulteress. Um, Jesus practiced sorcery and cited and led people of, of Israel astray. Jesus wa- Jesus of Nazareth was uh, deserving of a search for an argument in his favor. He was an inciter. And um, basically, I mean, it basically just mentions that Jesus was uh, like, and it, okay, I have to admit, it does use the word yeshu, Y-U-S-H-U and if you ask like a scholar you know they'll say well it's not really talking about jesus but then it's like well why is it referencing jesus's crucifixion <laughs> why is it re- re- referencing the miracles that he performed although it's like miracles and it says that even yeshus resurrection was before he died, he paid some like sorcerer to resurrect his body in an Im- ever, mystical, magical
1: way. All that to the Shroud of Turin,
0: yeah. It also mentions that, um, he basically was like a dog that was just a homeless man who was trying to get ahead. And These are,
1: this is all just smack, smack talk on him,
0: yeah. No, basically. it's totally because you know, again, they they hate Jesus because Jesus stood for everything that they they're against, you know, who, Jesus stood who, for, who? Uh, the, the elites. Right. Right. But, but I mean, this goes back way further than the elites. I mean, we're talking about now like around like soon after Jesus's death. Right. Because it, it it's like, in this case, Jesus stood for truth. He stood for compassion. I mean um you know, don't fight like, you know, turn the other cheek, like all these things that they can't do and it's like, well, we, we need to get ahead by, by, by violence. We need to get ahead by, you know, well, it's like you have to lie sometimes because we need to stay in power and people don't understand in a lot of ways. And I feel like the media is doing this too. And so this, this stuff is, this is why they feel like they can do what they do because it's like, this is their belief. And, and I know like people out there, like this is hard to understand and even grasp, but it's like, You got to understand that this is why they believe they can do what they do, because they're like, Well, we are the true chosen people of God, which is their like you know, Lucifer. So we're the chosen people. You guys are not. It's okay if we harm you or do anything, because in reality we're we're looking at the best interest of themselves,
1: really. Yeah, and 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 these are these elites that or whatever that Ben is talking about are not the Jews. no no dude
0: i'm not even no no i'm just clarifying on your behalf no definitely no i mean you you ask no 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 and to me it's like they're using that as a shield as a way of like attacking people by by saying all these things and this is not even this has nothing to even to do with the jewish faith i mean people in the jewish faith read the hebrew bible most people and this this is not what they typically read and like you know if you and then if you go back to the Bible, especially like Matthew 23 mentions like they are children of hell. Um, then John mentions like this is what Jesus says. Ye are your father of the devil. You know, the ones that and then, of course, it's Wait, the same. who's
1: he referring to
0: the ones that are claiming that they are. Uh, the elite the elite basically the elites you know the the ones ones that basically are responsible for killing jesus you know and then it's like you you, they will come in the name of a certain faith i don't want to mention that here but then it's like really they're the synagogue of satan and this hasn't again this is not about anybody in that faith we're talking about the elites that are satanic satanists they worship satan and then it's like well how do
1: we really you know worship, that if you worship Satan and you work in the Vatican, you're not <laughs> Christian. If you worship Satan and you say you're whatever religion, you're not that religion, you're a Satanist.
0: Exactly. And it's like, well, wait a minute. how well then okay, then you have the, the Vatican snake hall, you know and it's like how, how can you get more obvious than that? It's like seriously.
1: Oh, it's it's it's
0: you know it's and, crazy.
1: Again, this is
0: not about any faith. This is not even about Christianity. This is not about Judaism. This isn't about um.
1: It, any well, any and, other. And I want to say something. I mean, like this is I...
0: the Vatican Hall. This is yeah. the main hall, and the Pope stands in front of this thing. I mean, we, we've talked about this so many this, times. Uh, yeah, this, I, whole, this like little leviathan
1: crap. over it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hill mouth and then this this crazy ass statue. I would not even be able to
1: sit in this place. Like, this is wild. Dude,
0: I I would. This oh, my God. This looks like
1: something straight out of, like, Emperor Palpatine Star Wars crap.
0: Dude. Yeah, I know. And then the, the head is literally, I mean, it's supposed to like, be Jesus. That, it's like Armageddon Jesus is what
1: it's called. That or sculpture is so freaking evil, dude. I mean. It's, it's got the, the worst energy of anything I've ever felt it's, nearly. It's,
0: his hair is a freaking snake head, man. It's so weird. And it's like, think about it from Jesus' perspective. Like, what do you think? If All right, Jesus you can, you can take
1: that off, Tom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think if Jesus truly saw this statue? If Jesus hey, really throw showed up, up
1: and be like, this is not what I was, <laughs> I'm about. You know what I mean? Like-, like, are you
0: truly worshiping me or are you just doing it in the name of me, but really worshiping Satan? That's the big question.
1: Now, I think that there is, Now, I want to say something that I think that it's easy, like we don't know any, everybody at home, none of us really know who these Sumerian kings were, whether they were righteous or evil, or whether they were really fallen ones, or who these Nephilim were. We don't know that. We don't know if these were like champions of old, or if they were a different group of beings. Like there seem to be other things going on too, where there's these other other different weird races, all kinds of things, right? Because the account that I found of I don't know who they were, uh, these Wan Chu citizens is what Qin Shi Huang. Um, what what he the encounter that he had with them is really really super bizarre and doesn't sound evil at all. So I wanna just play this metaphysical clip because I feel like this sure. adds to the story in a way that um, it just, I don't know, it brings in a different dimension. So Dom, could you please open this up? So check this out. Shi Huang and the meeting he had with these Wan Chu citizens, this, this is a quote. The people of the country of Wan Chu reached China, were 10 feet tall, and covered their bodies with the feathers of birds and animals. And Qin Shi Huang talked to them about the beginning of heaven and earth, and they knew it as if they had seen it with their own eyes. It's written that these people had an amazingly efficient form of energy. They only needed something that resembled a cone or corn which can light a whole room if that object was thrown into a small river stream it can light the entire stream for 10 miles wow i was like yeah. this sounds like something i've seen before look what the anunnaki are holding in all of their relief oh, sculpture man. they always think that these this cone is referring to the pineal gland but what if instead it was their form of energy john in wow. the relief, they're wearing the feathers that were described in the account from Emperor Qin Shi Huang. Yeah, so That's I think this is important because the other thing that was said that I didn't get to mention in this clip is that the Wanchu citizens showed up uh to China in a a conch shell looking craft that could travel fifteen thousand miles mm-hmm. in one day, and yeah. it was and it was. Like, it could go beneath water or above ground into the air. Like, that's how, and they could, like, this thing could travel, and I guess it was powered by this strange form of technology, right? But when you hear his account of them, (laughs) nothing about them seemed evil. It almost just seemed like they were... Hey, this is a king here. Let's meet with him and and talk. That's
0: that's Shop. kind of I, I I I you know it's like the elite today. They kind of hijack everything, right? You like even the, the even the the idea of pyramids. The pyramids were, were the reason why they created pyramids because it, it's such a you could focus the energy and really harness right. that energy. You know, I mean, like when I meditated for the first time ever in a big pyramid, um, for the first time, it was just so. Intense. Right. Right? I've never had. It was just really intense, and I was like, "Wow, you know," so I can understand why that that is important. But like everything, it gets hijacked. And I seriously think that whatever these Anunnaki beings were, <laughs> or if they really did come from two hundred thousand years ago, I think that everything had good intentions. There's a reason why all this happened. You know, may, maybe they were truly passing down for humanity at the time, like even how, how to live like here, we're going to help you like build fires, you know, understand, like build structures, like understand like how to live, you know, in, in this world. But then at some point in time, you have someone who's evil that's thinking, you know, it's like, it's kind of like Lord of the Rings when you, when you kind of get into this too, in a lot of ways, but it's like, how can I use this to my advantage? Right. And then all of a sudden, you, you you if you're like some kind of like half even kind of a alien half divine being or even like Lucifer or something like that, you can very easily control people with lesser minds. Right. So, hey, you just perform some like, quote unquote, like magic or something. Right. That's all you need to do. And it's just like, wow. And it's like, yeah, I'm right. I'm the real God. Follow me. Let, let me let me instill into you what I want you to teach and then you'll, you will worship me at that point. And maybe that's kind of what happened. So you had like a group of people that separated, followed these like dark entities and over time just kind of like molded into what we would refer to as today, you know, and then of course there's been this kind of battle in the heavens and I, it's like yeah. even, even the gods fight among themselves, you know, we, we hear stories of like, going back into the Romans and the uh, what, the Greek gods and everything else, you know? Yeah. So a- anyway, I mean, this is just kind of like a, a more of like an idea rather than something I'm saying is absolute true, but, it, but it kind of makes more sense to me. And I think that these things, these beings were really trying to help humanity. It's just that at some point humans can very easily be corrupt. And I think that that's kind of what happened. And these l- elites are being promised You know, you are the chosen ones when, when, when this battle happens and it's like in the, in the Bible, it says that Lucifer is going to lose and their version Lucifer wins. Yeah. So that's what, that's what they believe. And they think that Lucifer and Satan are two different entities and that Lucifer is their God and that's what they worship, which is OK. Yeah,
1: I mean, and, and to know? that point, you know, Nazis are going to tell a very different story than the allied forces. That's what happened so true. <laughs> you know, like,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's so true. And then like, you know, it's like it's OK to, you know, like worshiping Moloch and Baal and all of this, it's like, well, we're sacrificing these people but it's like well that's what we did 200 years or 2000 years ago as well so it's okay this is for the benefit of humanity it's okay to sacrifice people or you know kill children on an altar or whatever it is right
1: (laughs) well hey we're gonna we're gonna go over to uh, rise.tv now where we're gonna do a live q a and then we're gonna get into the top 10 weirder news of the week which is honestly always hilarious and we yeah, found we crazy stuff this week
0: yeah yeah like just to give you some examples uh they found uh dolphins with extra body parts we're gonna get into that how <laughs> weird this is um i don't know what that
1: means but that sounds weird enough
0: yeah and actually a guy literally <laughs> went into the doorway to hell uh and to see if aliens actually exist and what he found was shocking and um we also have uh, uh how a russian ended up and a Russian man ended up in
1: LA and had no idea how he got there. So Yeah, that's super interesting too. That one where it's like this guy just ends up there and he's like, I don't know how I got here. Like and
0: there is a story too. Like,
1: what did he just appear on the plane or something? Like well, back.
0: there is a backstory too. Right.
1: So we'll find out when we get over to Rise. <laughs> All right. Well, come on over to Rise.tv where we're gonna do uh live QA, top 10 weird news of the week. Any questions that you have about the Anunnaki? Like, we have a load of research. We can't share all of it here, but over on Rise.TV, whatever questions you have, we'll do our best to answer. So definitely come on over. We're going to play a trailer right now. And then when we get back, we'll do our live Q&A over on Rise.TV. Thank you guys very much. Real-life Grinches had this strange interest long before Dr. Seuss's Christmas story. A Santa Claus bank robbery is labeled
0: the most spectacular crime in Southwest history, except for several key
1: mistakes. Santa gets stuck in a compromising position, in an unusual place, wearing less than he should have been for February.
0: A thief is caught red-handed, and a shocking chase interrupts a Christmas
1: parade. Why are hardened criminals and true crime glorified? Isn't it more fun to make fun of them? Edge of Wonder collected the best stories of Christmas failures, fugitives, and thieves. Think any of them learned something from their embarrassing mistakes?
0: Find out as Edge of Wonder presents True Crime Christmas, Dumb Criminals, and Sinister Santas. <laughs>